0: Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited uh, to be showing you this video. So a couple months ago on Instagram, when I got to 3,000 followers, I put out if anybody had any questions they wanted to ask me, like, please go ahead. I was going to do my first Q&A video. And oh my God, you guys did not disappoint. I had over 200 questions come in. And what I did is I ranked them um, from 1 to 10, and a lot of them are a lot of repeats. I also broke it up into three sections. I broke it up to uh, Sims questions, personal questions, and Rose Chronicle questions. And I thought it'd be a lot of fun if I brought my fiancé here so he could ask me the questions. So thank you so much, Jason, for doing this today.
1: You are very welcome. And I'm excited to be here, ask you a lot about The Sims, learn more about what you're sims journey how it got started and where are you going from here
0: i can't wait to share everything with you so let's jump in
1: all right so the first questions we're going to be doing that's why the people are here are the sims questions and first question is when did you start playing the sims
0: okay so full disclosure this question was asked over 30 times um so i started playing the sims in 2003 Um, My best friend, Casey, um, she was my childhood best friend. uh, She had a computer in her bedroom and she had the Sims on there. And we used to go home to her, um, to her house every day for lunch. And her mom would make us like grilled cheese and like carrot sticks and like chocolate milk and stuff. And we would play the Sims like the entire lunch period. Um, And then we used to have like sleepovers like almost every Saturday. And we would like literally like build our favorite tv characters in the sims like we had sims notebooks up to our eyeballs because we had to write everybody down and like all their traits and stuff because we had so many sims so i started with sims one and um i've also played sims two sims three and sims four um but i definitely want to say i know this is um that sims four is definitely my favorite now jason i know you've played the sims Mm -hmm. like when did you start playing
1: yeah i had a similar journey as you as well played one two three four my problem is i rarely had a computer that could actually run so sims one it ran pretty fine but as soon as they added the full 3d full spin camera in the sims 2 i had the copy of the game but not a computer that could run it so i had a lot of time on the sims one and you know i liked some of the original expansions like pets and holidays from the original one and i probably put maybe the most hours i'd have to say in sims 3 i've played them all pretty steadily but yeah same thing as soon as it came out i remember the original box and and thinking it was really cool it's also made by uh, maxis who i love from the the sim city series so i was like it's another game by a publisher developer i already really like and it's how much has it grown from then
0: (laughs) right okay you hear it here folks couples that sims together stay together i didn't know that you played sims 3 the most that's really interesting because like sims 3 is like the least one that I've played like without a doubt. Like I've played two, like I hammered home two, I've obviously hammered home four and one, but three is just like one. I never really got a chance to play.
1: Yeah. I think it might be the one where I actually had the best computer at the time, all things considered and could handle it. Maybe wasn't doing too much other than school at the time. So I had the more free time, but
0: yeah, that's fair. Probably
1: Sims one and probably contest with it, which how much time I've played that one though.
0: I love it. Anyway,
1: question two, what is your favorite pack?
0: <sighs> okay, I really, ha- I really thought about this one today. While I was sitting in a meeting, I was half asleep because it was a really early meeting, but I was more focused thinking about what my favorite pack is. I really want to say cottage living because I was so excited for that pack, but it has been so buggy since it's come out that I haven't even actually been able to really play it. I would say my favorite Sims pack would be, I gotta say, Get Famous. So expansion is Get Famous. Uh, Game pack is the dream, the new one, the dream decor. Uh, My favorite, uh, sorry, game pack is that one. Stuff pack is obviously Tiny Living. It's like the best pack out there. And then for kits, I mean, we all know how much I cannot stand kits. But to the one I actually own, country living is actually pretty good.
1: Nice, and a kind of the other side of that. What is your least favorite pack? I think Star I know Wars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, not, I don't even have to think about it. I, I I can't say anything. I don't even own it. Um, but I can't I can't own it. Okay, like I don't like I love Star Wars. Like I'm a nerd through and through. But like I don't know who the pack is for. Hmm. It's not for me. Um, no, I cannot. No, it's not. I can't do the Sims pack.
1: All right. So for this next one, question four is what are your Sims traits?
0: I have, I think it's evolved for like the last like year. Um, I would definitely want to say, uh, cheerful is always number one. I'm pretty cheerful i uh, mischievous is actually no longer a trait, but it, I would still say I'm mischievous. And then third, I would say romantic. I'm a diehard romantic. Like, I, I love love.
1: So. That's why you're writing a story all of it. I know.
0: I'm literally, I've literally dedicated my, like, but stories, like, literally dedicated to love. Like, young love.
1: Yeah. Um, and here's another one. Putting yourself into a Sims character. What career would you pick if you were in The Sims? Chef.
0: Without a doubt. I always pick chef and writer. Um, I, I I have played the social media career. And I've, uh, I think the career I've actually played the most through and through is the acting career. Uh, the only reason I did it is because I always kind of always wanted to be an actress. I feel mm-hmm. like I would make a good actress. I mean, now I'm doing a lot of voice acting work, which mm-hmm. is, like, super fun. But, like, I always wanted to, you know, go to the Oscars one day and somebody scream out my name that I've won an Oscar. Like, I, I've always wanted that. You know how much I love the Oscars. Like, okay, so like side tangent note here. I used to have Oscar parties where like literally everyone would come walk down a red carpet and everyone would have their um their sheet and you'd have to guess like who's gonna win the Oscar. And then if if you were like had the closest note, like you would win a prize. I haven't been able to do that since COVID, but I'm really hoping 2022 Oscars, like I miss our Oscar parties.
1: Mm -hmm. I know. Well, it's funny that you have uh, everyone fill out a sheet and compete because definitely my career and I did this always with my sims that were the ones with me, I always went to the sports career. You know, yeah, maybe good. in real life I could hit like level two or level three. But like I made that person, you know, hit all the way to level 10. And yeah, same thing. It's a it's a lot of fun to be able to sometimes uh, take a sim and put them into whatever career. I think I think also in especially the early games, I do a lot of the science careers and try to get my person to be an astronaut. Really? The level 10 one. Yeah. Holy or it might have been military. I think it's level 10. Yeah. The military. But these elite. are all different games. I played some of the older ones.
0: Oh my god. I didn't know that. Okay, so super fun fact about Jason. So he told me this, that he actually never cheated in The Sims. would actually earn, mm-hmm. like, the houses and the crews. I'd never used Motherlode or Rosebud. That's yeah, that's why you were the hero in this relationship, and I'm the villain, because I've only ever cheated. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how to play a Sims game without cheating. So,
1: yeah, uh, much, much like uh, much like real life, I played it as a game where you're trying to make sure that that simoleons, doesn't get to zero while still sustaining and building your house there, too. So, I, uh, you know, I I would sometimes put in a cheat or two if I was having some fun or doing some things or needed to move some, move some things around. But I was not a money cheat person at all. think i was a little bit wary of like if you type in a cheat and it messes up your game because i played a lot of console gaming where there was a little bit more consequences to cheating but yeah
0: okay hold on before we go to the next question i gotta ask were you a builder or did you play the story
1: i i kind of liked both i like to play i maybe liked to do both where i i take my person to work for a few days and now we can afford to to build a little bit better and go there i kind of would always build such a small house and okay. then like if i had enough uh simoleons saved up then i'd add on another room or something like that or maybe another store that's i really started okay. from a really small place and tried to build it to as big as i could
0: did you ever just build just for the sake of building and no story arc to it you just built a house
1: I'm sure I have done that.
0: There you go.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyways.
1: Um, so for the next question, question six is what aspiration would you pick? Hmm.
0: I thought about this one because like, okay, so like in the original Sims, like aspirations actually used to take you like, like a year of real life to be able to achieve. But in the Sims, like you can get an aspiration in a day. Um, I think I always picked, uh, like, the Chef one. Now, for anything Rose Chronicles, I pick Good Lineage. Because, like, it's, like, the easiest one to achieve if I need any, um, like, points. How about you? What uh, aspiration did you ever pick?
1: I think Aspirations is one that's a bit newer from my game.
0: That's fair. So, like, so, like, Aspirations. So, like, you go in and it's, like... You want to be a bodybuilder. You like you like nature. You like um, also hi Cora. Um, You have um, like anything like that where you can just kind of like pick like a little like what you like. What defines your sim? Like what they like. So 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 for an example, if you wanted to be a writer, you would have like the really smart Renaissance one. So you could be be able to write everything really quickly. And then once you've beaten the career, beaten the aspiration, you just get like a little check and it goes on to the next one. Nice. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Yeah. So for the next question we have, what is your favorite version of Sims? I
0: already yes. So I, okay, I would go Sims 4, Sims 2, Sims 1, Sims 3. Now I do rank Sims 3 the lowest because I have played it the least amount. Um, from what I've gathered with the Sims 3, like it just became so transactional based at that point. That like I really just couldn't be bothered. I mean, we know how much I can't stand like EAs. I mean, they're a business and they make money and stuff, but I mean I can't say anything better of four. like, I think I saw there's like 50-something kit packs now for it. I know. It's crazy. And especially now with all the kits coming out, like there's so many um different ones, but definitely Sims 4. I think it's like the most visually stunning. It's so pretty. And our cat wants to join us. Is this
1: a family video? This is a family video. Um, As I attempt to pick up the cat, uh, do you want to let me know who is your favorite simmer? I know this one. Mine's a Stassi (laughs) Jason.
0: Oh, thanks, honey. Um, So I actually have a lot. Um, I really have to thank um, Pam, uh, Princess Perdue, uh sassmouth um you guys are amazing you guys are like my support group so i thank you guys so much you guys are awesome i got to thank the sims up magazine sammy she has started my sims career without it out and i could not thank her she was the first publication that ever published my magazine so like oh my god um i have so many um i got luna I have, uh, The Weekend Builder, I have, uh, OMG Sims, My Boy 1991 um, uh, Miss Peach, obvious, oh my god, Miss Peach, uh, Christine Sims, like, um, I have so many, and, like, I just, again, I'm just, I'm so thankful that I'm part of this community where I get to, you know, talk to you guys almost every day, like, I love you guys.
1: Don't worry, you don't have to pick just one, you can <laughs> You got a whole lot of people I know help you out, and I know you like meeting with a lot of them and bouncing ideas off. So yeah, Yeah. want to give them a shout out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and here's one that's definitely a popular question: What made you start your Simmers Spotlight series?
0: Oh, I get asked this almost all the time, especially after like any time I start a video. I definitely get asked if this is part of the Simmers community. It's not. It's my own personal thing. Um, if I am gonna be really honest with you, um, I, most of you guys know I work in marketing and I actually have a, a blog series for my job called Client Spotlight, which you will actually hear most of the time when I'm in a simmer spotlight that I will interchangeably call it a client spotlight. Um, so I thought it'd be really fun. Um, I really kind of started with that like, Everyone in the Sims community deserves a platform to be heard. And I wanted to create a space where someone could come in and talk about their experiences with the Sim, no matter where, like what age of life they're in. And they would be comfortable talking about it and having their followers listen and getting to know Simmers. So I wanted to create this space. And so far I've had like, 20 simmer spotlights and i've got so many coming down the pipeline i know i say it like after every youtube video that i have more coming but i, I really do um you know if you want to be part of the simmer spotlight like please dm me i don't have like a requirement you can have one follower or you can have a hundred thousand followers i don't care as long as you play the sims and you're an amazing part of the community i definitely want to hear your story
1: Nice. Very, very nice. We are at our last Sims question. Can you believe it? But here's question 10. It's a good one for last. What is the coolest thing that you've done in the Sims? You want to show oh, off. God. I know you have a lot to show off. Okay, I'm going to do
0: I'm going to do top 3. No, top Okay, top 5. <laughs> I could go more. Um, Definitely Simmer Spotlight, without a doubt, is the coolest thing. Um, I love talking to you guys. You guys are amazing. Um, I learn so much from everybody that I get a chance to interview. Um, Number two is the Simstep magazine. I've gotten to interview a lot of big simmers throughout it. My magazine, my uh, Rose Chronicles is published in there every month it's just so it like gets just it's so amazing um number three being casted as amy in the reaper tale um jason can contest that as to how excited i was every time i'd get a script and i would run upstairs and like record my lines um uh, number four being casted also as amy and davenport uh, me and uh, my boy 1991 have actually become really good friends throughout this and um oh my gosh, like, I, I owe uh, him a lot. Um, last but not least, I think it's just being part of a, such an amazing open community. Um, the Sims community is amazing. Um, everybody's here to help lift each other up, which is really amazing. Like, I, I know I keep saying it, but like, you guys are awesome. Like, if I ever need any help, or if I'm having a bad day, like, I just go on and just see how amazing everybody is. And it just, it lifts my spirit. So thank you.
1: Yeah, I think we need more of that. So it's really nice that the yeah. Sims community is one that's like really supported, excited to see each other's stuff. Yeah, I think it's like, it's cool. Cause you've, you're like a really big storyteller and you like building. <laughs> For sure, it's cool to see other people that are amazing at like making CC or making yeah. like makeup for people oh, or dresses or, or things like that. It's it's complimentary, you know? Each person can take care of what maybe someone else can't do, but they nail what they can do. And it, I think
0: it's exactly sort of, it's a good community. Yeah. So like there are like like you said, Jason, like people that like CC creators out there, I could not do the Rose Chronicles without you. Pose pose makers, I could definitely not do the Rose Chronicles without you. Uh, a place to share our story. I like. I mean, that's the whole point. We do it right. Um, no, like the community is amazing. We all work together perfectly. So, you guys are awesome.
1: Awesome. So we're gonna take this little bit away from the Sims and take it to you right here. These are gonna be personal. These questions. are my.
0: Yeah, you guys have a lot of questions. You want. You guys want to get to know me so like I said, I'm an open book, aren't I, honey? Nothing is ever off the table when you ask me a question.
1: I'm going to learn something here today. (laughs) So uh, number one, your question, uh, start us off on personal questions is how long have you been in marketing?
0: Yeah. So I put out um, a video where I was like, if you guys like ever want help with marketing, like please let me know. And I had actually a couple people reach out to me saying like, hi, like, what are you like? what Whatever you're doing, it's working. Um, so I've been in marketing for just shy about three years. Um, I went, so originally I went to school to be a graphic designer. Um, my teacher told me like, don't do it. Um, you have an eye for design, but you don't have the eye to create it. And he's absolutely right. So then I took a certificate course uh, for marketing for digital marketing particularly because it was a guinea pig um class that I just thought like, you know what? It was like 500 bucks. Like social media is not going anywhere. So I did that. And then I actually switched to culinary at that time because um, I wasn't really going anywhere with graphic design. There's a million graphic designers out there. So I was like, I want to do something different. So at that time I actually worked at um, a place that made cakes and I was the cake manager. So that got me really into cake decorating. Then I switched to pastry after my first year and I liked it but there's no money in pastry. So I actually switched to fine dining. Um, And because like fine dining chefs, like that's where you get the most respect. And I did that for a long time. And then I met Jason and I had to sit down and I had to take a hard look at being, I couldn't be a chef and I couldn't have a restaurant. I've seen a lot of my friends struggle to be able to do both. And I, honest to God, just wanted a nine to five job that I could just Close off at the end of the day and come home. Um, a lot. What they actually don't tell you about chefs, it's an 18-hour day if you're lucky, and it's seven days a week. You don't get a day off, even if you're sick. You got to come in. Um, it just wasn't the lifestyle that I, I really wanted. Now that also being said, I have a licensed kitchen downstairs that I still bake stuff once in a while. I don't do it so much anymore, and the reason is is I know this is like a tangent from marketing. Is like I make cupcakes. I mean, oh my god! Like, how many cupcakes have you seen me make over the
1: years? Just ch- just chocolate peanut butter alone <laughs> is probably a few thousand, like just yeah, the yeah. one flavor. But yeah, it's been
0: it's a been whole a whole lot, a whole lot, and like so. It's very expensive to make all this stuff. Like it, like to say, I had my cost down to about a dollar ninety five a cupcake to make. And I would charge about three dollars, and people would think I was out of my mind. Uh, people don't want to spend more than a dollar for uh, like a like a home baker cupcake, and I just I was literally losing money. I had one client um, when I moved to Kitchener and um, she kept me afloat for a little while, but she just drew like she's just like I I don't work there anymore, so I, I it, that's the thing, right? Like. She had uh-huh. – she made cupcakes for – she needed cupcakes for her office, and she only wanted to pay, like, a $1.50 for them. So I was literally losing money every time I was doing it. Like, I just couldn't piss away any more money. So I just, like I, – I I threw up my apron, and I still have people ask me a couple times a month if I make them stuff, and I just said, I'm so out of the game. Like, it's – for the chefs out there that want to do it, Godspeed to you, but – I couldn't do it.
1: So a lot of hard work, a lot of long hours to it. And yeah, it's tough to balance amongst all the other things we have to do, right? Yeah.
0: And you make 25 cents more in the minimum wage. Three years of schooling, 25 cents more.
1: Yeah. The, the uh, proportion to like how hard you're actually working in a job and how it pays, that really doesn't match up to a lot of things. Oh these my days, God, so. it
0: really doesn't, does it?
1: All right. Well, I'm part of this. Next question, your second personal question is where did you meet your fiance?
0: I saw that. I was like, oh. Thank you for asking this question. Um so, we met at a bar. We met at a place called Molly Blooms in London. Um and it was it was pretty instant. So, it was a Friday night. I met him there and he like shot out of the bar. He's like, "You're here to meet me. You're here to meet me."
1: Flagged her down like I was trying to land a plane. <laughs>
0: and um we just got talking and he was just in his uh best friend's wedding party as best man so we we talked a lot about that and we kind of talked a lot about um sailor moon it definitely came up a good chunk and we talked a lot about kind of like our past like couple bits you were talking about your job i was talking about me because i was still in culinary school at the time um and we just kind of like you know we really hit it off and th- this is the moment. Now, this is this is going to be a podcast. And so everyone's going to be able to see what I'm doing. He did this on the table. Now, this is funny because I also do this when I'm telling a story when someone's walking.
1: For those on the podcast, they are walkie fingers simulating walking across yeah. the table or going somewhere. Yeah. I demonstrated that. I went somewhere with the walkie fingers. And she was like, <gasps> I
0: know. He's doing walkie fingers. He's doing fingers. And then... Um, because uh, so I, I, I had just finished working for the day. I said, hey, like, you know what? Like, let's go back to your place and like, let's... Um,
1: watch a show? Let's
0: watch a show. Because because here's... Okay, yes. So I said in the show that I love, or on our day that I love Rick and Morty. And I still very much love Rick and Morty. And Jason didn't believe me to how much I loved Rick and Morty. So we went back to his house. We watched Interna- uh, Inter- Intergalactic Cable episode one, where I knew the whole Two Brothers song. Even down to the stutter, and he just looked at me, and he like fit his eyes. He's like, "Oh, this girl's legit. Like, she is a nerd." And um, and then we hit it off. And then I said at the end, I was like, "You know what? Like, let's let's pick this up in a week. Same bad time, same bad channel." And that's exactly how I said it. Now, for everyone who does not know me or Jason, um, I got deathly ill the following weeks. So I I had hosted my first Giving that Monday. And the that Monday after Thanksgiving, I was wrecked. I had like bronchitis. I was really sick, so I can't. I can't. I literally on the um, the Thursday night, I was like, I can't go out with you. I'm so sick, and I was just like, I just scared this really nice boy away. But what I did that apparently a lot of girls don't do, I said, I can't do Friday. I'm still really sick. But how about Tuesday? And that I want them back. So Tuesday rolls around. I had just finished having dinner with my my dad and my stepmom. They had just come back from the UK. And they brought me the, the scarf that's in my uh, Harry Potter video. My Gryffindor scarf. And I was I was wearing it. And um, I'm going to put a picture here. Because, like, I was cute back then. So I'm wearing this scarf. I'm actually... So have such a high fever that I'm sweating off the makeup from like what I was putting on. Like I had like a full face of makeup on and you can literally see how wet I was, but I was like, I gotta go meet, I gotta go meet this guy. So I, I I go downtown, you're sitting, you were eating wings. I remember this. He's like, do you want any? And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm so hot. Like I'm sweating. And I just, I remember saying to you, I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I have to blow my nose because I was so congested. I just like, it sounded like an elephant. And I was just like, oh, my God.
1: And you did it all for me. I did. Uh, yeah. You showed me that you really liked me and you wanted to get to know me more. So I think she, she nailed it.
0: <laughs> no, you are the best partner I could have ever asked for. So. Um.
1: Thank All
0: you, you so me. I love you too. I'm
1: very glad we both went to Shout out Molly Blooms. Yes. For bringing us together. It was already my favorite bar. Like, not just saying that, cause that's where I will celebrate my birthday and things like that. So if anyone from Molly Blooms is watching, you are the best. Yes. Great. <laughs> hey, question three. How old are you?
0: So I'm 28. I was born in 1993. Um, I know I either look very old Or I look very young, uh, depending on the video. I've had a lot of comments being like, you look like you're 16 or you look like you're 40. Um, I don't actually don't wear a lot of makeup. Um, As you can see right now, I have no makeup on. Um, I really think like makeup is great and all that great stuff. But it's not something that needs to be worn every day. Um, and this is a conversation I have all the time at my job that like, if you're going to judge me on how I do my performance by the amount of eyeliner I'm wearing, then I maybe I shouldn't work there. Um, I, we don't ask our male counterparts to wear makeup, so I don't know why they should tell us to be wearing makeup. I definitely have gotten a lot of comments being like, put some concealer on me, concealer bags in videos. So anyways, long story short, I'm 28, even though I don't look like it. Either I look very old or very young. But I want to be 30. (laughs) Now, Jason is in his 30s. So he is three years older than me. And I let him know that he's three years older than me. I let him know that um, I will always be a spring chicken, regardless to how old I am. Because no matter what, I'll always be younger. So I'm still in my 20s, but he is in his 30s.
1: And do I know it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, kids, I'm going to tell you this. To anyone young that's listening, Jason told me, when you get to the end of your 20s, you feel different. And I looked at him and I was like, no, I'm a spring chicken. I will live to tell a tale. No. No, you feel you feel old. A hangover lasts two days now. Like
1: it's Exactly what you used to do before. Yeah. No problem. Do it now. And it's just like takes out and like if i look back at like 22 23 24 totally different you were just a machine back then so like that's just yeah you know so don't don't let her know about the 30 drop off because then you just start start stuff starts cracking on you and just
0: Oh, my God. I mean, I already have a Tempur-Pedic pillow, and I go to bed at 10, and I barely drink anymore. I feel like I'm closer to 30 than yeah, I am you, in my 20s.
1: Yeah, you got more maturity than in, in your 20s, I think. Oh,
0: yeah. uh, when I, especially when you met me when I was, like, 20. Yeah. So, he met me when I was 23, and I'm 28 now. So, like, I definitely feel like I've grown up a lot in the last, like, little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So have you, actually. Oh, thank oh
1: you. Yeah. All right. The next question in the personal one, number four. So, you say you have dyslexia but i see you read your phone for your videos that someone
0: yeah so i the person that asked me this question um i wanted to leave it in here because i wanted to bring some awareness to what it's like to be dyslexic it's not fun um so i can read to an extent i know basic words I know, like, I have a, I think the last time I was measured, I have a grade six reading level. Anything past grade six, I can't read. Um, And Jason can contest to this. Anytime, like, something comes up and I can't read it, I will literally just say, like, hey, like, what's this word? Um, I actually, how I read things is I do, I break it up differently in my head. Um, Unfortunately, when it comes out to sounding out words, it doesn't, it doesn't drive in my head of what it's supposed to be. Um, And I have a lot of I have a really hard time also not only reading the text, but understanding what the text actually means. So like, I can't read a book without having photos or someone read it to me because it will be lost in translation. And I believe me, I've read every book imaginable that you can think that's going to help me. And it doesn't. Um, You can see that's why I have my manga behind me, because I can actually see. Um, what the emotions are and how I'm supposed to feel. And when I'm on my phone, I'm just, I'm like, I'm reading an article, but you guys hear in my videos that I stumble over my words all the time. Like it's really hard. I want, again, I want to bring this to people's attention because like, it's okay to talk about it now, but like growing up, like I was always like, they wanted to hold me back because like I couldn't read and they didn't really understand that dyslexia was a problem. They just thought I was just a little slow but no, it's an actual problem and people have a hard time reading and it kind of makes you feel really uncom- like not comfortable, especially in a world of emails. Like, I don't know how many times I get pulled into my boss's office and he'll say, like, did you like, why did you send this email? I was like six spelling errors that like the grammar doesn't make sense because in my head it made sense. The wording made sense because that's what I was trying to convey. But I'll, I'll, I'll add extra words in there. I don't put the right words in there. I skip words. Uh, this my spelling is atrocious. Um I will say this. Um I do read the paper every day and it that actually has helped me a lot learning how to read better. And I would definitely say cuz like so Jason edits all my Rose Chronicles chapters and would you say they're definitely getting better?
1: Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's yeah, it's uh it's nothing more than I think you'd edit anyone else's page yeah. thing. It's just for different things. Yeah. Like there's a lot of words Um, English as a language is incredibly complicated and a lot of the rules for one word or one type of word, like a verb, they don't really apply to to a lot of other words. So it's not always like easy. It's not always easy to figure out the same letter can make so many different sounds. And when it's put in a combination with another one, um, yeah, and it's, it's nothing to do with intelligence. It's just how the brain is processing what it sees in front of it things could be more jumbled and, and different people are like that with, with audio or maybe mm-hmm. they, you know. Okay. So if we're ready for question five, Let's what is, it. what is your favorite movie? Oh my
0: God. Okay. um, uh, So I have a, a bougie answer. If I talk to a, like a film critic or someone who, you know, like really likes movies, you know, did an underground in like film study. And then I have like my actual favorite movie. So, I'm a huge movie buff as we as we know as I like literally watch the Oscar's like I can break it down and I will literally say I'm like this movie's gonna win an Oscar this year for this like I like it's really marketing at this point but like I have a good idea like I'm really excited we're gonna see how Gucci, because it's gonna be nominated Miss Gaga gonna be nominated but anyways, so if I am talking to a bougie person, I would say my favorite film is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which it, absolutely it is. It's one of my favorite um, movies. I really love Jack Nicholson. The story's fantastic. And um, I've actually read the book. Well, I've had someone read it to me. But I love um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. If you've not watched it, it is a fantastic um movie it really does it, it really does hold up it really talks a lot about mental health and how it's not really taken seriously and it wasn't taken seriously back in the 60s i mean lobotomies right like that's what they literally talk about like oh like they'll give you a lobotomy if you act out of line and and how they just didn't know how to properly treat mental illness or like there's people in there because they're gay because it's it's you can't you can't be gay right in the 60s it
1: was a psychological disorder yeah like, believe it or not it was in there with other things before they realized it's not in anymore and they took it out but yeah
0: but no it's it's a really good movie um now my actual favorite movie is pirates of the caribbean 2. i have seen that movie over a hundred times i can mimic the movie um i can do the choreography for any of the sword fights i had no life i literally would watch it on repeat so something when i do so i can keep i can keep time really well i have really good time management um the reason i know not have really good time management i used to put movies on in the background and gauge how long it would take me to do an activity by the length of the movie so Pirates of the Caribbean comes in at t- almost three hours. And I, how I used to j- judge that is I can get cupcakes from start to finish in the length of, of this movie. So I would have the movie on in the background as well. And I would gauge it by, I'm like, okay, so by the time the Kraken's there, I should be here. Um, but I mean, I also loved that movie. I loved, I mean, you know, we can't really like Johnny Depp anymore, but I really liked him as Jack Sparrow. I have the biggest crush on Orlando Bloom. Still do. So very much do. And obviously he was William Turner. So Pirates of the Caribbean too. All the way.
1: Nice. We're at the halfway point. Woo! So that means we're midway through our personal questions. Here's a, a something that we bonded over pretty early on. Sailor Moon. And your question is, Was who is your favorite sailor scout?
0: Again, I have two answers.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bougie answer and, I like, have a, I have soulful a answer. Soulful you know? answer,
0: yeah. So, my bougie answer is Sailor Neptune, without a doubt. I love her. I love her. She's an, an outer senshi. She make, she's very powerful. She's also super hot. Um, And if I'm going to talk to somebody that is just, you know, just not really a fan, obviously. The one. The only. Sailor Moon is my favorite. Now, I will say, Sailor Moon and the manga over the anime because the original voice actor because as dyslexic as we've now talked about I couldn't watch anything subbed everything had to be dubbed and even still to this day like we just watched squid games and Jason would read out the dubbed for me or sorry the subbed because I I couldn't get it fast enough before the scene would end so um I had to watch everything dubbed, and oh my god, the voice actor for Sailor Moon for seasons three, four, and five of or the original animation, th- this is the worst voice I've ever heard in my life, and it, it made me just, like, hate it, but, like, I read my manga, at least, I go back and read it, like, once every couple years. I'm just, I'm coming up to that cycle. Right now, I'm actually reading uh, Car Captor's Clear Cards, if anyone who hasn't not watched it yet. It's fantastic. I know it's not say, a Sailor Moon question, but... Now I want to ask you because you like Sailor Moon, who's your favorite?
1: I uh, this has very much switched over the years, but I think my fate like the ranking and stuff have changed. So when I was a kiddo, I was like, I, I think I really liked the badass ones and then the ones that were like a bit whinier was whatever. So I'd say as a as a kid, I probably actually no, I'll give you now and then yeah. I'll give you as a kid. So now and before favorite by far was Sailor Jupiter like because i thought her um like main character like not sailor scout was yeah. hilarious again very badass very intelligent um i think lightning's a cool ability um i like so yeah i liked her in venus and mars and everything and i didn't really like i thought sailor moon was like whiny and i didn't really like mercury but when i rewatch it when i'm older i really like mercury i'm like she's the nerd she's got all that like that's me right there but i don't know if she tops jupiter like that's you know jenny's not very short but i think i had quite the tall girl like crush for a while before i realized that i am not tall myself so you know observe only so we're going my girl jupiter (laughs) Number one answer on the board.
0: Okay, I love your answer. You know Jupiter is a chef, right? Yeah.
1: There she goes. She
0: wanted to be a chef and she's boy crazy. That's like her two traits. She's like obsessed with boys and want wants to uh have her own bakery. Well, I love that. I do like Jupiter. I'm also biased. So a couple years ago we all dressed up as like Sailor Moon characters for Halloween, and my girl Tristan killed it not only did she dress up as jupiter she made her own costume she made it so
1: cool the kind of thing when someone shows up and like they clearly bought it right yeah nope i made it
0: yep
1: always always gotta show love to a nice homemade halloween
0: also i had a lot of questions not for this but people asked me where i got my halloween town shirt or my youtube videos tristan made that for me she did. I asked because I'm obsessed with Halloween Town. I mean, it's the best Disney original movie out there. So I wanted, like, a little pumpkin and it said Halloween Town up here and, I mean, this is Rose Chronicles, but, like, it, like, glows in the dark. Like, the text, yeah. Mm. Thank you, Tristan. Nice. Yeah. Okay,
1: so the next question the personal section. What is your favorite thing to bake?
0: Cupcakes. Without a doubt, cupcakes. Mm-hmm. I can get 12 fresh cupcakes baked in iced in under an hour
1: and they're so good. they're so
0: good i just made chocolate peanut butter cupcakes for the first time in like a long time and i literally had to make so many because i had so many requests to take home yep yep
1: little four packs for people six packs yep. six packs turned into four packs to squeeze them in and everyone enjoyed them yeah oh yeah OK, so our next one, I think we maybe got a little bit into why did you switch from culinary to marketing? I guess this is the next. Na- so this, you know, before we got why you switch your school to culinary. Yeah. But now I think you've gotten a little bit into it. But why why aren't we uh, Chef Jenny and, and why are we?
0: Well, um, well, definitely. I mean, if I want to be technical, I could have Chef Hill. Mm-hmm. on any of my stuff. I mean, I am a certified chef through and through. Um, it took, it took a long time, but, um, the reason I switched, uh, I kind of touched upon it a little bit earlier is I just want a family. I want the nine to five career. I honestly, with marketing, with my job, it's a Friday night, it's almost going for seven and I don't have to worry about my job until Monday. Now, if I was culinary, I'd be worried about the entire – you're coming in the weekend rush, right? Like, it's just something about having the weekends off, too, that I, like, I really do appreciate. And it's something that you can't really have with culinary. And, like, I, like I've said before, like, I really want a, a kid. And I think that's something that we both want together. And I just couldn't do it. So I hung up my, my chef's apron. And I looked for jobs um, in marketing and I ended up not getting the, well the job I have now I ended up in marketing, but it's not what I was hired for. I got promoted I want to say within six days of getting employed there that I became their marketing person and now I do marketing for everybody there. Like I literally had a meeting today to help us a, a center out with marketing. and I love it like I'm the go-to. like I literally broke their mold so marketing all the way. Very nice. Yeah.
1: Question number nine is where are you from?
0: So I'm from London, Ontario. Hashtag Canadian summer. There's not too many of us out there. Um, Any Canadians out there, please let me know because I want to do a Canadian and collab and like building stuff from Canada. Um, I definitely very proud to be Canadian. i Again, so for London, the joke is every year that it is voted the second best London in the world next to obviously London, England. Um, London is a very small town in like southwestern Ontario. It's about two and a half hours outside of Toronto. Um, It's a big university town. There is Western University and there's Fanshawe. And like a lot of people from all over the world go to Western, and that's where Jason he because he's not from London, he went to I'm Western from
1: Toronto, and that's where we met in London. There you go. So wanted to shout it out again, London Molly Blooms too to go back to the other ones <laughs> all in one. Oh
0: my God, let's get them to sponsor this next video. <laughs> hey
1: everyone, I'm gonna enjoy this pint at Molly. Molly Blooms. Blo-
0: yes, <laughs> go. Mm, these are delicious onion rings. Hum. <laughs>
1: We'd, we'd be serious though so. oh not we are very sure serious yeah not getting paid just a great place yeah, it's, yeah.
0: yeah. if, you, not, if yeah. you have
1: a favorite little dive bar local place give them the support you absolutely know? The ones need it, so and we did by getting some of our engagement photos back there return there so it's a place we love. yes and the last personal question i had to ask myself this when i upon first meeting her because they're gorgeous is your eye color real
0: okay Yes. So my eye color is real. And the reason I got asked this is because you've seen my videos now. So sometimes I wear glasses and sometimes I wear contacts. Um, now I I have horrendous vision, without a doubt. If you ever see me looking at the screen like this, it's because my contacts moving out without my contacts on. I couldn't see the hand in front of my face. Um, so my eye color is real. It is a very bright blue. I do say it's the blue eye curse because anybody in my family, especially my family, has blue eyes, can't see to save their lives. But my eye color is real.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. And we're all done. With the personal questions. And now we're getting on to a very specific topic. You may have noticed our shirts that we have here. This is my first time actually rocking a Rose Chronicle merch. So it's very nice. I feel very warm and snug. Oh. Well, and we're going to see, you know, kind of how all of this came about. Um, I know that you're at, how far, how many chapters are we at released? Like today? Yeah, as of now. As as of now.
0: So we just, 27. So we're at 27. So I just dropped the Halloween special, which a lot of people really liked. Which I, I really was happy about because... Um, I, I'm touching upon this in the video that's coming out tomorrow, but this will be this will be released much later than, you know, tomorrow. But <laughs> <laughs> um, in the story, like, they're really talking about homecoming. Now, I don't know about you guys, but in Canada, they, we don't really have homecoming. In university, you do. But, like, in high school and stuff, like, there's no homecoming. The first big dance is, like, Halloween. Now, I know in the States, homecoming is a really big deal. So, like, homecoming is literally – like three chapters from now. So I had to incorporate Halloween into it. So I thought it'd be really fun to um, put them as like knockoff Twilight characters. Because, like, I don't know about you, but I loved Twilight when I was like an early teen. Like, oh my God. Like, I used to go to like every Midnight movie for that and for Harry Potter. But I thought it'd be a lot more fun um, with Twilight. As or no sorry, fake twilight. We got midnight, breaking du- no, breaking dusk, and half moon are the movies in this universe. Little parodies. But uh yes, anyway, 727. So um, I have said this before and I will say this again. There's a lot to Rose Chronicles. We haven't even scratched the surface. Um, there, there's a lot. So, anyways.
1: Shall we get started?
0: Let's get started. I could talk about Rose Chronicles all day long.
1: Well, let's start at the beginning, shall we? What inspired you to start the Rose Chronicles?
0: Oh, so I, I know I saw like a broken record. So I've been writing the story for just uh, over eight years. Um, I I really got inspired because like I really like the young uh, fantasy section of like, you know, like that type of stuff. I really liked Uh, vampire diaries growing up obviously twilight uh harry potter and i thought it was always fun um to watch these shows i mean like i grew up watching like one tree hill um now obviously like riverdale but like riverdale sucks but i'm still obsessed with watching it i just wanted um i just always like the story of like you know girl in high school and like she's like acting like she's like 20 she looks like she's 20 But she's like, I'm 14, and, like, stuff like that. So that's what kind of really inspired me. Um, And I, what I've also said, like, every person in this story is loosely based off people that I have met or have interacted with. There was a real Alexa. And no, it's not me. There is a real Oliver. And some parts of that is based on Jason. Some of it is kind of based on any person that I've ever been with and just kind of, like, interactions there was a real Emily, there was a real James, there was a real, um, you know, Nick. And there was there was there were all real. Um, Mike was a real person. um, Harrison was a real person. Um, I just write from what I know, I just kind of write from experiences that I've had. And I think that's kind of why I've had like a lot of success with it. So yeah.
1: Very good. Yeah. No, I'm the same as you. Like who doesn't love a story where someone's like, oh i have to go to school but they're like saving the world and yeah. doing some awesome stuff but being like eh, can't be late and stuff one of my favorite book series as a kid was animorphs same thing it was a bunch of high school kids that are like low-key saving the world but like it, it's a very cool genre and i think it's it's inspiring that you've written your own
0: i know yeah
1: so in rose chronicles who is your favorite character
0: uh, my favorite character is obviously alexa without a doubt um my okay so my favorite character is alexa but my favorite character to write for is damon without a doubt mm. i love writing for his character he's so maniacal like i literally take inspiration from like joffrey and like just evil characters he has no redeeming factors or does he <laughs> <laughs>
1: i don't think so um well let's go flip it on the other side who is your least favorite james. character i hate james is james a dick
0: james is a dick okay and kudo, james was a dick in real life too and i've had a lot of people be like cut james some slack and i'm like no no he was an evil person so not my not my favorite
1: all righty so for the next question Why only one chapter a week?
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so I get this question all the time. And I'm going to set the record straight right now. You guys don't know how much time it takes uh, to put into one chapter. It takes just under 10 hours a chapter. Coming down to writing it, coming down to building the sets, coming down to getting them dressed, getting it down to it being edited and getting it down to live edits, getting down to the caption and getting down to, um, getting it posted. I write like 20 chapters in advance to ensure that like I have lots of time. Um, I do have a full-time job. Um, Sims is not my full-time job. I And I also do YouTube videos and I do a lot of uh, stuff, but Throws Chronicles is the most time consuming thing. I Believe me, I'd love to do more chapters once a week, but how I kind of looked at it is, like, your TV shows. They only come out once a week, and it's worth the wait. I know we're only 27 chapters in, but it's worth the wait. And I know other sim creators out there that are able to put out, like, chapters every day or multiple chapters every day. That's amazing. Like, I'm so happy for you. Unfortunately with me, I'm such a perfectionist with Rose Chronicles. Like, I will take – like, you know me. I will literally sit there until I get the right shot. And I will take multiple shots. I will have live, I'll I'll change the story as I'm writing it because I I think it fits better. So as it stands right now, while I work a nine to five job, you're getting one, it's one chapter a week. Um, But I have made it a trend that, so every, so like like 10, 20, 30, 40, like at the end of the chapter, it's broken into three parts. Now, here's the thing, I did that for chapter 20 and you know what everybody said to me? It's too much too quickly. I got a lot of that. Like they were very happy they got it, but it was like they couldn't they couldn't really appreciate it cuz it was a lot. So at this point, I'm I think for right now, one chapter a week. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the next question is, would you ever publish your story?
0: 100% without a doubt. I I I think that's the goal. So I've only ever I've had a couple goals in my life. And one is to be an author. I think it's an inspiring story for someone who is dyslexic to become an author. Um, it's always been a dream of mine. Um, anybody who's ever asked me, they always like, you must dream to be a chef. No. I've always dreamt to be an author. It's writing is just something I've always loved. If I'm having a, r- a rough day, I write. If I'm having a sad day, I write. I, if I'm having a happy day, I write. Um, I'm sure you can tell when I'm having a bad day because everything's going wrong in Rose Chronicles. But... I definitely, um, I hope to publish this. I've had a couple people reach out to me and ask me if I need help self-publishing. I would, I will definitely reach back out to you when I'm ready because I want to publish it, but I want to publish it as a graphic novel, not as a novel novel. I want you to be able to see Alexa and, you know, everybody. That's the reason I did it as a sim story, so you can see the characters. And that's why it's set up like a comic book. Mm-hmm. Because there's not too many sim stories out there that are set up like a comic book, so I wanted to not only stand out but have it as a visual platform. So, because something else is that's not was not asked that every week I have people ask me to send the chapters in different languages because they can't read, they don't read, they don't speak English, right? Um, but they can understand what's going on in the story because you can see the emotion in the characters' faces. Um, so I've sent it out into Spanish and French and Arabic and Italian so far.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the next Rose Chronicles question we have is, will Alexa ever see that Oliver is in love with her? Mm -hmm. He doesn't want her going on these dates with Nick.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Uh, So I get this question almost every week. Um, because so in the story right now, Alexa is dating Nick, and I only ever really post Alexa and Oliver stuff. Um, so, guys, she's fourteen, okay? Like she may she's not ready for love. I mean, were you ready for love at fourteen? I sure shit wasn't. Like it's honestly, it is worth the wait. I, Oliver and Alexa's love story is is so complex that she doesn't even understand how like how she feels. And Oliver's older than her. Like Oliver's like 17. So like just give it a, let's just give it a little bit, but I'm going to tell you it's very worth the wait. You just you just have to get there.
1: Nice. Hey. For our next Rose Chronicles question, why is Alexa the only hope?
0: So, I wrote a chapter literally called Alexis the Only Hope. And um, there's a lot to it, to why she's kind of the only hope. Um, if you guys have watched any of my YouTube videos where I describe characters and I go into detail about like their backstories and stuff that I can't really get into the story. Actually something that's really important in the original story that I wasn't really able to comprehend is they have their family symbols on their wrist. So Alexa has a rose here, as Oliver has a upside-down moon here. And that represents the family and what family you come from. And why is the only hope? She is the daughter of William, which is was the king of the rose, which was Briar's son. And then Diana, who was the queen of darkness. Now, I have talked about the Eternal Sisters. Um, so there's six of them. And Diana and Briar are eternal sisters. They're not actually sisters, but they have the eternal power. And they have to be able to control light and dark. And a reason why Alexa is so special is because she is the only person that can do both. She's the only person to ever exist that can do more than one. So why she is the only hope is because she's the ability to use light and dark. Uh, in the story, she's not really... She's still really young. She hasn't, she doesn't really know how to use her powers, but definitely we're getting, we're getting into it where she's going to be using her powers. She's going to be definitely way more forceful. Um, She's extremely powerful and she's our only hope.
1: Alexa's our only hope.
0: Alexa's our only hope.
1: Um, Would you turn the Rose Chronicles into a Machinima?
0: Oh my God. Okay. So I got to ask this question. Um, Cause I, I work for the Machinima magazine and I also work for the Simstep magazine. I would love to, I've actually was thinking about that this week that I really kind of want, I want to, you know, here's the thing. It's a lot of extra time and I could burn through it pretty quickly. Um, I think what I'd want to do is I would just have somebody direct it and put it all together. And I have the script written. I would, ha- I would hire voice actors and we would do it together. Like, I definitely think I really want to. I've actually considered turning it into a podcast and having it read out. There's a podcast story. I was actually thinking about that this week. But yes, in a million heartbeats, yes. I, I am going to talk to OG, OMG Sims. He's going to help me out and kind of see, like, if I is this something that like, I'm really interested in doing.
1: Very nice. And again, yeah. it's, it's nice to have uh, someone experienced some in the yeah Be Like, hey, I can help you out there, too. So this is, I think, our last question, the main questions. I'm not sure if we have a bonus kind of call in question coming in late. This is our last one of the submitted top questions in the whole list. And it helps out you, the viewer at home or the listener. What advice would you give anyone wanting to start their own Sims story?
0: I get this question all the time because people look at my Instagram and they're like, you've been doing this for under a year and you're at like almost 3,500 followers. You have like a booming Instagram channel and booming YouTube channel. Like, like what's your secret? It's time. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. You have a, you have a hard day. You got to play the Sims. So I work eight hours a day. I come home and do Sims for eight hours a day. I work 16 hour days. I start very early in the morning. My audience is in the UK, and by the time I go to bed, they're just getting up. So like, I, it's nonstop. And for anybody who really wants to do it, have a story, right from the heart, work really hard. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun getting your your work um, out there and for people, for readers to read it, because like in your head, you're like. I think I've got this or like a, a reader will see something differently and you'll be like, Ooh, like I get questions all the time of like, who is this person? Like, what were you, like, what were you trying to convey there? And like, and I, I love it because I use it to grow and I learn it. If you look at the first couple ep- uh, chapters of Rose Chronicles to where I am today, it's very <laughs> different. Cause I had people reach out to me and say, when you're editing, use this, use these reshades, use these speech bubbles, Use this spacing. Use this amount of uh, DPI. Use this like don't go smaller than this font. Like it really does take a village, and I can't thank everybody enough who's helped me along the way. So my advice to you: eight hour days and a lot of work, but it's it's worth the high um, high risk high reward. So
1: there you go. For this we have all of our submitted questions now i am not sure if you have it handy did you get asked the kind of day of question
0: yeah so i put out this morning if anybody had any last dinner questions and you did not disappoint i had one come through three times three different people asked me the same question so in today's chapter of rose chronicles um the person in a green cloak is real he was at the movie theater and I had a lot of questions being like, are we going to find out who they are? Um, yes. Yes, you are. I mean, it's a, it's worth, again, worth the wait. Um, I can't give you any hints because it's going to give it away. But uh, the person in green is here to stay for a while. He is going, they, they are going to cause... <laughs> There you go. That was a hint for anyone who caught that. Um, they are going to cause a lot of problems for um, Alexis Oliver, a lot. And I, people have theories. Believe me, if I like, so there's a lot of theories going around that Damon is Alexis's father. That has been a theory since day one. I can't, I can't confirm or deny. But uh, you have to wait and see. Um, I have a lot of theories. Not I'm gonna say not one person has actually guessed the ending. I know. I definitely want to hear your thoughts though. Um, what you think the ending is gonna be? Because I've already sa- I've already said this isn't a spoiler. It is a three book series. Technically, there's four. I did rate it as a four, but I don't know if I can rate it as a four anymore because I've changed it so much throughout the years. Believe me, it has. It, this story used to be like super rated R. But now it's like
1: pretty PG. And there you go. And there you go. And there you go. That's our 30 questions. We got a bonus question. Thank you to everyone who took the time to submit in questions.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. It really does mean the world to me. Um, I know I'm new to the Sims game, but I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I'm going to be here for a long time. And it really does mean the world that you did want to get to know me a little bit better. And uh I always say this, I'm always one DM away. You know, if you're having a bad day and you just wanna talk to somebody, I'm right here. Um, If you have any questions about anything I'm doing, please let me know. I mean, I always host collabs anytime. Like if you wanna do a collab with me, please just DM me. I'm willing to do anything. I mean, also if you're a machinima creator looking for a voice actor, girl needs a job. Um, I'm a very reliable voice actor, Um, please DM me. I mean, literally, if you just wanna ask me anything. Please just DM me. I will be very honest and uh, help you out.
1: Awesome. So the Ask Me Anything, it doesn't end here. If you have any other questions. She's an awesome person to get to know. She's a really hard worker. Thank you for having me on here. You know, I'm not... I'm not as much of a simmer as everyone else. I didn't really quite know what aspirations are because <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a few, few uh, months, I think, since I've actually booted it up, but no, I really appreciate you having me on here, asking the questions. I'm, I'm sure I'm a subject to some of the videos, so. Nice to meet some of the audience. And thank you so much for supporting Stassi J. Sims. She works really hard. She loves and appreciates her followers and just loves how it really inspires and touches people as well. And that's what the best communities really are about. So I'm glad you're growing growing your own little little Stassi J. community. And it seems like there's a lot of awesome people there helping you out. Oh, I'm going to cry.
0: Thank you. Um, that really does mean the world to me because um, I couldn't do anything without you. Like, he is my rock. He's Jason supports me all the time, no matter what I'm doing. I have changed careers how many times since being with you? <laughs> He's always been there. He's always been supporting me, my number one cheerleader. Um, you literally gave me the strength to carry on every day. And I'm so lucky that I get to call you my fiance. So I love you.
1: I love you.
0: (laughs) So again, thank you so much for, you know, watching this video today or listening to this podcast it really does mean the absolute world to me and i can't wait to share what's coming down the pipeline i can't not say that anymore i have some really cool christmas builds coming out really soon i've been casting some really cool machinimas that i can't wait to share with you i got some more secret projects coming down the pipeline so please stay tuned
1: awesome i can't wait i know everyone else watching and listening really can't wait i feel a little bit privileged i get some of the previews and some of the edits and stuff so right it's a a really awesome story it's going to some awesome places and um yeah i'm excited to see uh where it goes from here we're still pretty early on in the rose chronicles right so
0: i want to i'm confidently saying this we have not even hit a quarter of the first book, I know we're twenty-seven chapters in, but there's still a lot more to go. There's a lot new care, a lot more new characters coming through. Um, I also want to take a minute, and I, and I should have said this in the video. I've had um, several players send me Sims to play in their story because they're huge supporters to uh, the Rose Chronicles. Thank you so much. It really does mean a lot that you guys are supporters and you wanted to have your Sims in the story. So thank you, and thank you, Jason, for taking part in this today. I. I sat here and I thought about it. I was like, another okay, so one, one final thing about starting up your own stuff, it gets really lonely very quickly and it, it really humbles you really quickly, especially when you're editing your own video and you just listen to your voice all the time by yourself and you think like you're going insane. Um, and I really wanted Jason here because A, he's such a huge part of my life and I couldn't imagine doing a Q&A without him. And, B, it was just nice to have some company. Because, <laughs> like, I'm sure you were, like, I don't know if you heard the sounds in the background. Like, our cat was, like, literally running. Like by our feet. By our feet, meowing. down the stairs, meowing. So, um, our cat hates us. Yeah. Um, well, hates me, mostly. Not Doesn't
1: you. love me. Tolerates She me.
0: Yeah. She definitely tolerates you, honey. But, like, if any cat is going to murder me, it's going to be Cora. Without a doubt. So, um, like we've seen her in like one video it was so funny because you said to me that day you're like is coral like ever in the background so that's her green chair that's been her green chair the entire time and she'll sleep on this thing all the time and like anytime i'm up here she's like mom can you like not like i'm like literally sleeping
1: this is a sleeping area yeah. not a video recording and podcasting area right and i'm it's just, just lucky with like cat eyes are adorable get angry
0: and it's not like she has three bedrooms to sleep in and a basement downstairs and two couches like pfft.
1: you're welcome
0: yeah thanks Cora. where the hell's like the like you need to start paying bills around this i was like my god but anyways i feel like we're getting on a super tangent about cats hating me but anyways it's been a lot of fun.
1: It's been fun.
0: It's been fun. Hasn't it been fun? You're welcome back here anytime.
1: Yeah, thank you. I was <laughs> going to say, if you ever need a guest again, I would love to do oh my so God. again.
0: I want to do the couples test with you. I think that'd be really fun.
1: Let's do it. Oh, sounds like we, another video. Oh, my
0: God. Definitely sounds like it. Mark your calendars, kids. We're going to do the couples test because I just saw Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Scott. Oh, my God. Not Travis Scott. Travis Barker. Oh, there's too many Travises in that family now. Yeah. Um, Do it. And I saw Megan Fox and um, Machine Gun Kelly do it. So I was like, we've been together longer and we're pretty If we want their
1: kind of wealth, (laughs) let's do it too.
0: (laughs) Honey, we're never going to get that type of wealth. Never. Unless
1: you like and subscribe. No more. (laughs)
0: yes please like and subscribe i'm like the worst of plugging my own stuff i swear to god you would you would not think i'm actually in marketing to how horrible i am at plugging my own stuff but uh yeah so please like and subscribe and anyways i feel like we should cap this off because it's been a pleasure but anyways have a great rest of your day everyone and i had a pleasure and again thank you so much for everyone who sent me questions um means the world to me
1: bye everybody and have a great
0: day bye everyone